What's going on, Bud Mashes? I'm Mr. Gamer. And I'm Kitty Duvall. And welcome to episode 117 of SBR Reports. Hashtag Game Freak Lied, Google Stadia updates, and more. You can't see it, but that is M-O-R-E uh, capitalized. Um, for those of you who are obviously uh, listening to this. Wait. Wouldn't they see the title? Well, what if they're in their car? Uh I guess. Like, don't don't some, read and drive, kids. Right? But if you just happen to be listening on us on your commute to work, your commute from work, you're on the bus and you're just trying to make sure that the crackhead completely ignores you, just pop SBR reports in your ear and just listen to the soothe, calming sound of my voice. And I guess listen to me screech because I'm a bansy. You said it, not me. Excuse the fuck out of you. I'm just all right, and let's. With that being said, let's get on into our first story: Epic sues Fortnite Chapter Two leaker for a lot of money, and by <laughs> and by a lot of money, it wasn't exactly a you know three point eight billion dollars. It was just a measly eighty five thousand dollars for violating his non disclosure agreement and leaking the information. The leaker is. Quality quality assurance tester Lucas Johnson, formerly of Keyword Studios. Johnson reportedly took a screenshot of new content that Epic was going to add as a part of the big Fortnite Fortnite Chapter 2 update. Johnston claims he just emailed the screenshot to himself and doesn't know how it leaked online. What? Okay, first of all, um, <laughs> oh god, I love that. You love it. That's just that's that's. I took a picture and emailed it to myself. I don't know how it got online. Must be hackers. Why? But here's my thing, though. I don't understand what was the point of you taking a screenshot and sending it to yourself. Because my first question would be, okay, you obviously have business email. You would have there would be no reason for you to send it in your business email. You have other storage for that. So you sent it to your personal one, which in that case, oops, that's a big no no. Like, oof. Now, as reported on GameRant.com, it should be noted that this isn't Epic's first, Epic Games' first time that they've sued someone over Fortnite leaks. Um, apparently, somebody else has already been sued for Fortnite Chapter 2 information. Um, and last year, a quality assurance tester leaked that the Fortnite meteor would destroy Dusty Depot, and Epic sued them for breaking their non-disclosure agreement. Remember, people, those NDAs are there for a reason. Also, I'm finding it hilarious as the QA's doing this, given how shitty the gaming community, oh, gaming community, gaming companies can treat them. I mean, we covered that in one of our podcasts. Yes, with uh, with uh, RDR two. Man, it it's almost as if if you paid people what. Well, <laughs> okay. I mean, leaking shouldn't be bad. Yeah, leaking like, is bad. Like, like on one hand, please treat the quality assurance people like people. On the other hand, don't break non-disclosure agreements. They're there for a reason. Like, yeah. Normally, I'm all like, you know, you know, woo, 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 consumer. But on this hand, it's like, yeah, dude, you fucked up. <laughs> I mean, like, you, you can't see chains unless you break the law. Um. You don't always have to, though. Yeah, I mean, that's true, too. Both statements are true. Okay, technically speaking, both statements are true. And here's another statement that a lot of people um, don't necessarily believe is true. According to Jeff Kaplan, 
Overwatch 2 isn't just DLC or an expansion. Yeah, $60. What? <laughs> so, as reported on comicbook.com, Overwatch 2, the sequel to Blizzard's popular hero shooter Overwatch, is a bit of an oddity because the game is set to share multiplayer updates and characters with the original. Some fans have been left scratching their heads as to why this is a sequel at all. Wouldn't an added player versus environment PVE mode make more sense as DLC or an expansion? Not according to Jeff Kaplan. This isn't just DLC or expansion. I play a lot of games. I can't think of a single DLC or expansion of this magnitude. Okay. <laughs> Breath of the Wild was the first thing that popped in my head. He then goes to say, there are so many people who are deeply engaged with our characters because we've put these heroes in the forefront. They would love to engage with the characters in a way that is a little bit less high pressure to them. So we felt like, you know, if we could deliver one really massive feature to our fans, it would be to blow out the cooperative side of the game. Um, well, when I look at this, I think of Destiny versus Destiny 2. On one part, Destiny 2 is just a sequel. On the other hand, it is also completely separate. It's not as if you bring your Destiny 1 data over to Destiny 2. But, yeah, this could just be a really large ex expansion. I mean, it, I, I believe that it would definitely be considered that. And, and, and uh, Mr. Fall, do you say it's 60 bucks? Maybe. It's a new game, right? Well, yes. Uh, yeah, okay. Wrong? Yeah, no, no. I, I see I see where you're coming with that. It's just the first thing that I think of with something like this is, okay, well, you know, this is, this this can't be like it is, but all right, perfect. So also as reported on PCGamer.com, everything that we know about the game. So we don't necessarily know when it's going to release. PC Gamer calls it a big expansion that focuses on the PVE missions and we have obviously wonderful gameplay excuse me gameplay trailers and things like that we've had a variety of streamers already give their wonderful thoughts on it and unfortunately okay so overwatch one is receiving all the pvp updates coming with overwatch two the games will be completely compatible overwatch two players can party up with overwatch one Okay. All existing Overwatch cosmetics will carry over to the sequel. Okay. And every and the, the maps are gorgeous. Okay. How much does it cost? Interestingly enough, that is actually not here. Okay. Well, then I guess we're just going to have to do more waiting. Oh, joy, because we definitely like doing that. But now I get to talk about something that I hope you'll really like. <laughs> hey, all our Xbox Game Pass people. Guess what? Xbox Game Pass is getting Final Fantasy Kingdom Hearts and Yakuza collections. Now, these are going to be hitting the holiday season and starting into 2020. We have Age of Empires, Age of Wonders, Hearts of Iron 4, Lego, the Ninjago movie. Oh, God. Rage 2, Remnant from the Ashes, the Talos Principle, Trains, the Tracks, the Train Set game. These are all available right now, and here are the games that will be coming this holiday season and throughout 2020. 
Okay, it's a very long list, so I will not be saying every single one. I'm simply going to talk about the ones that I care about. Final Fantasy. I was going to start with Dark. Dark Siders Three. Yes. Skitters, Siders. Yeah, whatever that whatever that spelling is, unfortunately. I mean, Dark Siders Three, Final Fantasy Nine. Uh. Final Fantasy Eight. I said the ones that are important. Um. Uh, Mr. Vall. I'm gonna punch you in your Why would you kidney. Do? Why in my kidney? Can your whole not? kidney. I'm gonna break your kidney. That way you can't drink. Anyway. <laughs> Final Fantasy 7, 8, 9, 10, 10, 2, 12, 13, 13, 2. Lightning Returns. Yeah, all of those. And 15. We're going to have Kingdom Hearts HD 1.5, 2.5, 2.8. We have My Life is Strange. We have My Friend Pedro. We have Streets of Rage, Tekken 7, The Escapist 2, The Witch Hunt. The I'm sorry, not The Witcher. The Witcher 3, Wild Hunt, and Yakuza 0. I am excited about that. I I I I liked I liked the Yakuza series. Um I feel like Yahtzee, Zero's, yeah, Zero yeah. was the biggest one. Yes, yes, it was it was ridiculous. But now, if if for some strange reason you thought, man, I don't think that Xbox Game Pass is really going to be worth it. Um as a consumer-focused gamer, get it. Just just get it, please. You will be do like I'm playing the Outer Worlds because of that. Yeah. Too bad Xbox isn't sponsoring us. You know what? Yes, it, it it is too bad. But speaking of sponsors, we're actually going to be taking ourselves a short break while we have a word from said sponsors. All right, and we are back. Are you okay? I'm peachy. Well, I need you to be. I need you to be Miss Duval. I don't need you to be peachy. Can you not? Good block. Can you not though? Good block. Oh my goodness! All right. Physical violence upon my person aside, let's get into our next topic, You'll which live. is um everything that apparently Google Stadia is doing that nobody likes. Like, Google doing something people don't like? Say it ain't so. Right? So, uh, here's what we won't be getting. Um, Damn. <laughs> at launch. At launch, by the way. All day one. Um, achievement user interface. Uh, Google Assistant. Family sharing. Uh, 4K on the PC. Um, yeah, this is... Oh, oh, no, wait. Oh, perfect. This is even better. So, ArsTechnica.com gives a, as they call, a brief rundown of the limitations early adopters will face on day one. PC Chrome gameplay won't support 4K, HDR, or high-definition resolution, or 5.1 sound. Stream Connect, which allows one player's Stadia viewpoint to be integrated with another Stadia stream, that won't be available State share and crowd play. State share, which lets you share uh, save files via links, and crowd play, which allows for people to quickly jump into a multiplayer game with you through a YouTube stream. Yeah, well, you're not getting that until next year. Um, the Google Assistant integration will be only will be limited to only turn on the TV and start the game. <laughs> oh, God. 
Family sharing is not supported on day one, so you'll have to buy the games for your child's account, but the feature will be available, quote-unquote, early next year. Man, little Jimmy ain't getting his games yet then. Uh, and, oh, I'm not even done. No but st- wait, there's more. No Stadia UI user interface for achievements or achievement certifications day one. But if you have to perform an in-game feat that would earn an achievement, it will show up when the feature is rolled out. So if you did something cool, you won't know that what you did was cool until quote unquote shortly after launch. The Chromecast Ultra units that are included in the Founder slash Premiere bundles are the only ones that will work with Stadia day one. All the other ones will have an over-the-air update again soon after launch. The Buddy Pass, which is actually something that um, I had one of my listeners tell me about that was supposed to let people, uh, early adopters, have a three-month Stadia trial for a friend. You're go- they're going to be getting that to be able to give to someone else two weeks after they get their bundle. Oh, and it just keeps getting better. The phone is needed for initial setup and buying games. You cannot buy the games through the web or Chromecast Ultra. The mobile support is only going to be limited to Google Pixel phones and Chrome OS tablets at launch. What? Okay, now see. What? Okay. Oh, oh, come on, Google. Now that's just lazy. Oh, okay, but it's their it's it's their hardware though. I don't give a fuck. It's the- it's Google. Yeah. But I, I shouldn't be surprised what given what they've done to YouTube. Okay. Tell um, me I'm wrong. I'm I'm not even. Tell me I'm wrong. I'm not going. There. They want to be in entertainment, but they don't want to spend entertainment money. They. Oh boy. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. So the. I'm sta- not even getting this, and I'm pissed off for people. The Stadia, the Stadia controller's wireless function will only work with Chromecast Ultra. So if you want to use that controller with a phone or a tablet, you'll have to plug it in with a USB-C cable. And only 12 titles will be available for purchase on Stadia at launch with 14 more promised during the year. With those 12 games being Attack on Titan 2 Final Battle, Borderlands 3, Darksiders Genesis, Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2, Farming Simulator 19, Final Fantasy 15, Football Manager 2020, Ghost Recon Breakpoint, Grid, Metro Exodus, NBA 2K... Be nice. Fine. NBA 2K. NBA 2K20. Rage 2, Trials Rising, and Wolfenstein Young Blood. Now, the idea, obviously, is that we're going to be getting more games... (laughs) Later in the year, shortly after launch. The year is almost over. Yes. Yes, it is. It's November. We literally have a month left in the decade, y'all. Are you serious? Is this how you want to end a decade? Google? Now, it seems as if it's not just the launch of the games that has some people, more specifically the the developers, a little bit uh, worried. Uh, according to Gwen Frey, the developer of the Stadia launch puzzle game Kine, told GamesIndustry.biz, the biggest complaint most developers have with Stadia is the fear that Google is just going to 
cancel it, which I think is actually something that we had covered um, in a previous episode because they have often brought about wonderful apps or features and then just stop. And it's like, I like, for example, they had an app called Inbox. Inbox was an amazing, amazing app. And I love the feature on my phone where I could just hit a button and then I could make a reminder for myself. And then that was gone. And it's like, so it's like, I can't, I, I, I don't, I understand the hesitation of why develop something for this new hardware if a year, two years later, it's just like gone. So I, I definitely, I can see the concern my and and my hope is because of how large this particular project is in the event that there isn't the initial everyone is lighting their hair on fire because that's the only way that they can you know calm down from the hype that hopefully Google continues this and even as I say <laughs> that uh, my phone is listening as our Google overlords are always listening but. With that being said, before we get into the final topic, no, don't worry, I'm not going to be taking you on another um, uh, sponsored bit. I do want to preface that the rest of this podcast will be containing spoilers for the game. so But not hardcore spoilers, because I will fight Mr. Gamer. So, by the time you're listening to this, I and, Ms. and Ms. Duvall will already be hours deep into this game. So we're talking about Pokemon for everybody who uh, is confused about Mr. Gamer's transition. Yes, I, I was I was working into it. See, and this is why I tell you, you need to let me know what you plan on doing before we start recording. Otherwise, I'm just going to think you're a lost puppy because you're so cute and so lost. Look at you. <laughs> Any way. So. I recently found out that the hashtag Game Freak Live, Game Freak Live, was number one yesterday, and it was because of a variety of, I get, I can't necessarily call them little, um, little, little nitpicks because a lot of people have been upset, and I think it uh, is most of it around the we're not having a national Pokedex in this one. And the quote-unquote new animations. We have some people comparing it to... Actually, isn't everyone basically comparing this to uh, Let's Go P Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee? Saying that the graphics were basically the same thing and that Game Freak is being lazy because they are not putting in as much detail as they need to be putting in with the uh, Pokemon. Am, am I basically on the right track with that? I guess. So, I, one thing, so here, here's what this brings me to. We have a product, Pokemon Sword and Shield. We have fans of Pokemon Sword and Shield that are significantly unhappy about things that are, th things that are being created, right? Mm-hmm. You know, the first thing that comes to mind right now as we're recording? What? The new Sonic trailer that we got. Yeah. And how people were very, very, very upset. And then, 
you know, Paramount was like, yeah, okay, we really dropped the ball on this one. Give us a moment, <laughs> and we'll make it better. They cyber bullet the fuck out of Paramount. Can we not say that? They did, though! It wasn't cyberbullying. Dude! It was just simply um, various, varying levels of extreme criticism. My guy. Putting new words on it don't change what it is. Hitting a suit and tie on piece of turd still makes it a piece of turd. Now it's this classy at your mama's Thanksgiving dinner. I, I'm trying. I'm really, really trying. Look. But I see your point. It's okay. They they were cyberbullied. Hardcore. By very angry Sonic fanboys. Because I was going to see that movie either way. Like, I love train wreck movies. Anybody that knows I'm, me will I'm know glad, that I love I'm, that. I'm glad you do. I could not watch that abomination. Man, I was just going to be up and they're like, oh, oh, here comes the rat. And now I'm still going to watch it because it's a Sonic game movie. Right? And now the Smash Brothers universe is finally coming together. Oh, my God. You fucking dork. Yes. So, let's go back. Let's go to what essentially some people are actually really ticked off about. Um, Dragon Quest Nine on Dragon Quest Eleven on the Switch. Hundred hours worth of content. Hundred plus hours of content. Hundred plus monsters. Great story. Pokemon. Mediocre graphics. Moving half of the Pokemon for quote better animations. Lying to customers. These are the uh, another Twitter user by the name of Eldgamel. These are the new animations. Hop uses the same animations as How from Sun and Moon. Can't wait to appreciate how the high-quality animations Game Freak were able to focus their efforts on after culling all the Pokemon LMAO. And this was from Twitter user Nox is online. You know, and you know what's really sad? Mm. I really don't think Game Freak's going to do anything. They're not. I, I because Game Freak is already well on their way deep into their next project. They are moving away from so, Pokemon. So, and we touched on this a lot. Always speak with your wallet when you want change. What a lot of people are doing, of course. Cyberbullying apparently works. <laughs> have to call it that. Also, valid complaints are valid complaints. And I get why a lot of people are upset, which is why I'm trying to be very hard not to be biased because, well, I was, like I said about the Sonic thing, I love train wrecks. If this game is going to be a train wreck, well, then I just paid a lot of money for a train wreck. It's very rare I get a game I don't like, (laughs) mostly because I don't buy games often. What about you, Mr. Gamer? Is this going to be your last Pokemon adventure? No. No? No. I feel like a lot of people are getting the game and they're going to play it because they still love Pokemon. And do you know know that there's something else that we still have not been told more information on? What? Pokemon Home and Pokemon Sleep. Oh, yeah, that is a thing. Those are coming with this as well. Oh, and then, of course, the Pokemon Pass... (laughs) If you download Pokemon Pass and you go to a Walmart, a Walmart, you get that janitor looking outfit. Right? Like, why would I? Okay, it's now this is coming from me, Bud Mashers. I don't typically care about how my character looks, but I at least have standards. 
Hey, hey, don't knock janitors now. They clean your poo. Well, yes, I'm not. Well, yes, my character will not look good in whatever the whatever that the, orange some, jumpsuit. Wh- whatever <laughs> that is, <laughs> looking like I'm from you know Orange is the New Black or something like that. Like no. Damn. Yeah, no. I went there. Damn. Yeah, I went there. I don't know. I'm. I mean, you're only playing this until Animal Crossing comes out anyway. Um. Yeah, true tea. <laughs> like, like, come on, because like, no matter how many badges you have, no matter how many Pokemon Animal Crossing drops, it's just gonna be that one Andy meme. It's like I don't want to play with you anymore. I mean, bitch, the pot. That's Victorian t- slang for pour the tea. By the way. Okay, thanks. I didn't <laughs> even know. Like, what? Okay, all right. So I do believe that I I do believe that we can be uh, wrapping this up. But before we do, um, I want to first of all thank everyone who tunes in and listens. It has been an interesting transition moving things over to Anchor. Um, What's instead of been done after I sold him the app? Any hoof. (laughs) Um, I'm also streaming. Um, You can find me on Mixer.com/slash SBR Mr. Gamer. Um, I haven't quite decided when or what, but you know, it's, it's something easy. It's something fun. I think I'm finally over the anxiety of not doing it where I can do that and at least be entertaining. That's all I'm really trying to do. I'll let Ninja do Ninja things. I'll let Seagull do Seagull things and we XQC have- do XQC <laughs> things. But if I... You know, come hang out with me and let's have some fun. I mean, Mr. Gamer and I have already concluded that this holiday we're probably going to be doing a lot of Luigi's Mansons and other stuff. Very drunk. And I He's think, trying to teach me how to play it. And I think that's going to be a blast. But <laughs> with that being said, this is Mr. Gamer. And this is Kitty Duvall. Signing off.